This is money line. This is money line. This is money line. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Nice camera action. Hello, world. Welcome into a beautiful, beautiful Sunday morning. It's Moneyline. It's time to make some cash. And I'm in studio with the statistician, my partner in grind, at JoshJordan97.5 is where you can find him on Twitter, Josh Jordan. What's up, Jerry? Happy Sunday, my man. It's time to get some money because sports are back. Soccer, not just soccer, but basketball, baseball, a little bit of UFC last night. We have everything on the table before we get to the money. We got to get to the guy behind the glass, the one that keeps us in line for the next two hours, the one with the jams, the ladies, man, at Juggalo underscore Trey 48 is where you can find them. Trey! Hey, guys. Um, I've been wondering, like, uh, what's up with all these Pringles cans? Why are they so small? Like, why can't you make a Pringles can wider for me to reach the pringles with my hands and that's how we're going to start the <laughs> so show started. 713-780-3776 if you know anything about the pringles can sizing and why your hand can't fit in and grab more than one because it, it, he makes a valid point when you go to grab too many you break some and then the worst thing at having is a bunch of broken pringles at the end unless you like to just tip it over and put it in your mouth and that's how we're going to start moneyline at moneyline 97.5 on twitter's where you can find us hit us up 713-780-3776 you can text us you can call us you can tweet us anything you want you can yell at us but not so fast this week because we've been hot josh last two weeks we've been out uh, giving out soccer winners i went 14 and 0 on wednesday brother Ooh. on italian soccer when well, sometimes when it, it just you look at a slate and you say man it's getting towards the end of the season we always talk about motivation and spots and lack thereof and everything just fell in line, all the puzzle pieces fell. I mean, it doesn't always happen that way, but teams that needed to play played. The ones that didn't play for anything were just kind of asleep, and that's what we're getting here. Man, went, I'm on a I'm on eleven and one run NBA. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's hot in here. It's very <laughs> hot in here. We got a little bit of everything. We're gonna talk fantasy because we're getting one step closer, one week closer to what we hope is gonna happen. Now we've seen what happened in baseball thus far. How does that make you feel about the uh, football season, guys? Oh man, it's it's not good, dude. I'm worried that the baseball's going to finish and I mean NFL's kind of going about it the same way. I'm I'm concerned, man. I, I I'm worried. Um right now if you had to bet, guys, both of you guys, would you bet that the baseball season finishes because that bet's out right now, you can make it and it's favored heavily that it doesn't finish. I'm going to be optimistic about it. Like if the Cardinals are able to contain it and they have enough players that they can play these double headers. I think that they're going to be able to finish at least into this week. I'm optimistic that they'll finish next week. But, I mean, finishing the season, I don't know. It's really iffy. But I, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic and think that they get they get through the 60 games. Man. I mean, I know they've gone to the shortened double headers already to, you know, account for this. 
I don't think so, man. What has one of these players gone like to the hospital from coronavirus? Yeah, Edward, Eduardo Nunez developed a heart condition from wow. it. See, and that's the thing. When when do we draw the line, man? Okay, let's talk about hot takes in the media. And for some reason, I'm seeing on Twitter so many of the guys coming out and saying I've seen various posts of to the to the lines of. I don't know why people in the media are so pushing against sports. Like, do you really think that just because we're saying the facts and being cautious about what could happen and what might not happen as far as sports, does that make us say, yeah, us media that literally make our money, uh, you know, Josh, what, you, you run a, a website. I mean, yeah, we don't want sports to happen. Like, that's the biggest hot take of crap that I've seen yes. as of late. And people are, like, liking it and sharing it and saying, yeah, man, the media guys, there's some guys in the media that don't even want sports to happen. Man, get out of here. We got to come up with a better hot take. We're just saying by the looks of things, and we're seeing that if you contain in bubbles as NBA, MLS, yeah, it could work. But as soon as we saw that there's traveling involved, we see what's happening. And players, from what we hear, the Marlins, they went out, didn't they? Isn't that the, the story, that they went out and and then it spread across the whole team? I heard there was a rumor that the Cardinals went to a casino. There you go. See, That's I'm, a rumor. That's people not are gonna been be cooperated. People. But I mean, yeah. people are going to do what they do. Rumors are also that that uh, Lou Williams, it was a lap dance. You know, I heard <laughs> that, that, you know, and, and you can't believe these uh, entertainers were going to call them too much. But rumors is that there was a lap dance that went down. So at this point... Imagine the stuff that we're hearing, all the stuff that's been hidden. You know, yeah. there's stuff hidden right now that guys are thinking, man, they don't even know that we were out or that we did our own thing. That's what we're going to get here. Side pieces come into play. That's the spread of the virus as well. I don't see this happening unless they contain them all to one spot. And with football, it's so many players, and it just goes so much into it that there's no – it would take Disney World's times a few of them, I think, to be able to hold that down the way that they need to. No, I agree. I'm worried, man. Of course we want sports to happen. I mean, it's been fantastic having something to watch, you know, the last week or whatever. So, of course we want it to happen, but I'm concerned, you know, like we saw what the SEC pushed back their season, right? Uh, so, this, it's just we're going to take it day by day, but I'm worried about baseball, man. It's just how are they going to make up all these games? And we talked about, okay, let's say as far as someone going to the hospital, what happens if somebody dies? Yeah. Let's just think because we t it's easy to say the numbers show that the the guy the male under forty years old that's healthy with no underlying conditions is just fine. Yeah, but then you had people like Freddie Freeman saying he prayed for his life, telling yeah. to, speaking to God, telling him please because he felt so hot. And you hear from a lot of people saying, "Man, you don't want to catch that because it's a it's a fever that you've never experienced." Or some people say, "Man, I was just fine. I don't want to play with. I gamble a lot, and that's one thing that I'm not trying to gamble." on right now so whatever side you fall on hey there's no right or wrong but the one thing that we can't have is automated automated errors check this out on july 30th and this is coming from the state of texas an automation error caused approximately 225 deaths to be incorrectly added to the overall death count basically they, they they said 225 more deaths in one day covid related and now they're saying my bad somebody dropped the ball <laughs> it wasn't covid let's move these numbers back you you we can't have mistakes as far as that aspect can we but we do i mean it, it it's part of the deal right and i, I don't know man I, I i'm just getting worried i, I don't think we're going to i'm worried about football uh, nba is great nba is going to finish but i'm worried i'm worried about football and with these numbers being all wrong, then it just gives both sides more ammunition to, you know, to dig in even further. 
I don't know where we go from here, man. Me neither. But I, like, I will use Trey's word here: optimistic. We got a guy uh, not Santa on Trey saying, "Oh, so you still believe in Santa Claus?" And Trey <laughs> no. saying, "Optimistic is his answer." I mean, it's, honestly, it's just like we want to. This week has been fantastic. Yeah. Like we've gotten extra innings a few times. No bunts within, which we got to talk about. Thou shalt not bunt. Uh-huh. But. We, it felt different. Like a few times I kept thinking to myself, am I really going to watch basketball all day today? And then a little a little bit of, of MLB at night and, and UFC last night. Just I didn't wait know. till 2021 when everything comes back. How I'm do you not think gonna, you're going to feel then? I think we were spoiled. We were yeah, super we did, spoiled. Yeah, big time. And now that we don't have much, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm strictly on the side of a guy that can't live without sports, man. I just can't. It just, that's what runs my life. I'm, I, I just, unfortunately, but that's just, even if, I don't know if I didn't gamble, if I would watch it as closely as much from night to day because with soccer, man, I'm up at eight in the morning and I'm in Europe because that's their evening already. And then when that's over at about two, three p.m., I switch over to American sports by five. I'm already trying to handicap and make lineups, so my night goes to midnight. I'm, I literally put in twelve hour, fourteen hour days, six days out of the week, you know, watching sports. But n- now that they're back. And, and I'm getting used to him. It's like, man, I don't want to let you go, Astros. Like, this has been too fun. Although that the, the Verlander news come, you know, the, 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 the question of what's going to come out. Because I, what's your theory here? I, I think it's, there's a slight tear, I think. And it's one of those deals where, and I put a piece of content on Sports Map if you want to check it out about this and what might be going on behind the scenes with Verlander. They talked to some former presidents and guys that have run baseball teams, and they said probably what's happening is is they're just they they know there's a slight tear, but they don't want to come out and say it's Tommy John or anything like that because you lose leverage, right? If you're if you're the Astros and you're trying to go trade for some pitching, you you don't want the other teams to know Justin Verlander's done for the year because that gives them more leverage. It makes a great point, yeah. Man. You know. So you just you you say, hey, we're going to reassess it in a few weeks, and he could also possibly get an injection, like some stem cell stuff. That might be able to, if it's not a full tear, that might heal it over a couple months. But I don't think he's going to pitch again. Let me ask you something that uh, that pertains to someone that's in your position as far as your employment, and you run a website, right? You're the you're the wheels and the engine behind Sports Map. Um, how do you feel as far as breaking news? Because you saw that the news broke real quick and it was like, okay, out for a season. And I'm not saying that he was wrong, but some people are saying that within the organization, he had been told that and he reported what he was told. And then now the organization wanted, like how you said, they wanted to leverage it and it came out too harsh. How do you feel as far as if somebody came to you and you were going to publish that? Like, I know accuracy, it has to be the main focus here, being accurate about it, not timing. And I think that that the day and age we live in now, it's about timing to a lot of people. I want to be the first. I don't care how – I'm pretty close to the truth. I want to be first. And when you drop a a bomb on the city of Houston that says Verlander's out for the season, I mean, I felt some type of way. I I sat down like – I sat down and just – it was like an empty feeling in my stomach, right? Because you've built up and you you knew that this season had a little bit of more emphasis on it. And then you hear Verlander's out for the year. and I I sat down. It crushed me too. And it came from out of nowhere, right? You know, he pitched his game and then – then we get that news, and it was Chandler Rome from the Chronicle who you're talking about who dropped that report. And, you know, I read his article. He said he had multiple sources within the organization. So I don't think he runs with that unless he knows. Me neither. I got to give him that because it, it sounded like you said he had multiple sources. Yeah. And then I just think the way that it broke, maybe they wanted to break it within them first and let someone else talk. But then you have Dusty, you have your manager up there having to answer questions that he doesn't really know. He's up there just thinking like, man, 
we're going to see. And then all of a sudden you have Verlander himself coming out and saying, hey, these rumors. It was just a weird uh, chain of events. Yeah, I think somebody talked and Chandler Rome reported it and they were like, you know, oh, crap, we didn't want that to get out. I think that's what happened. Somebody else talked here in town and he wears a number four on his back. He wears a Texans jersey. We're going to get into what he says next here on Moneyline ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776. At Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. It's Trey Campbell, Josh Jordan, Jerry Bowe here on a Sunday morning trying to get you ready to finish off your week strong, not only in life but in gambling as well because we know that this is how you finish your week, especially you local gambler guys that, that mess with local books. This is the closing to your week, so you either owe some or, or you're going to get paid, and this is what makes your week. So let's let's try to finish on a strong note. I promise, man, I got some good, good bets. We're going to get to those here in this show, but – with that song that uh, that Trey comes back with, wondering if uh, she, he, she's going to stay on this one. It's wonder if he's going to stay. Um, ain't no sunshine if he's gone. And we're going to talk about one Deshaun Watson because if the day ever came that he is gone, and by no means am I saying that, but I'm saying that there is. At one point, I thought, okay, in, in his career, maybe if you tell me a year or two back, I, I would have thought, man, I think he's going to be here for the rest of his career. And then as, as the – Cookie has crumbled and more holes have been found in O'Brien and I guess the success of other quarterbacks young around Watson. I'm not sure it's 100 percent. Maybe it's 90, 95 percent. But having that little 5 percent, even if it's 2 percent in your head that he might not be here after what you have committed to him, after having the hole at quarterback that the Texans have historically had, it's kind of scary. Yeah, I mean. You know, we're going to play a little bit of audio here in a, in a bit, but you know, we talked about it when he was on with Michael Vick on the the Fox YouTube channel, Fox Sports. We did a sports map video about this too, and you notice he says he loves Houston, he loves the organization, he loves his teammates. Who did he leave off that list? Then he talks about my situation's a little different than Patrick Mahomes. He's got Andy Reid. The only coach he mentioned was Andy Reid. What does that tell you? (laughs) So Deshaun Watson sat down and had another uh, conversation. And this is kind of what it sounded like. Uh, It it sounds kind of like what it sounded like the first time you said it sounds almost scripted because he keeps saying the thing that he cares about most, which is this. My representation and uh, the organization has definitely been talking. But, you know, timing is everything right now. I'm just focused on football and my team and, and building this chemistry and building this offense and, you know, getting everyone, you know, making sure we're staying safe, but at the same time trying to speed up the process to getting on the same page, you know, so we can be ready for September 10th. So that's my main focus. You know, I have an agent that's going to, you know, take care of that, but that's not my main focus right now. My main focus is staying healthy and making sure this team is ready to play. Like I said, the football is my main focus. Um, my agent knows the the time, the time limit and, and, and things like that. My biggest thing, like I've always been wanting to do since I was a little kid, is just play football, win championship, win games, and compete. So 
uh, like I said before, that my agent is, is taking care of that. Um, and that's, you know, with them, with him and the organization. My, like you said, like I said, my main focus is being the quarterback and the leader of this team and making sure we're ready for September 10th. I'm here. Um, I love this organization. I love them and their family. I love the, the, the coaching staff. I love the coaches. I love the players. I love the city. I love the fan base. So um, right now my main focus is, is continue to be a Houston Texan um, and making sure that I'm bringing everything I can and, and doing everything I can to bring the city and this organization its first championship. So that's my main focus. Um, and right now I'm, you know, I'm a Houston Texan and, and you know, that, you know, the future is going to, you know, tell itself, but, you know, I'm, I'm locked in on, on being a, on a, being a Texan. So got it. <laughs> he's focused, right? <laughs> he's like focused. how many, how many times did he use the term focus, which yes, you want to hear that. But like, I think that there was a talk maybe between him and his agent. And he said, make sure that they know your focus, September 10th, your teammates mention your coaches this time, mention your coaches <laughs> in general. You don't, you don't have to go ahead and say specifically O'Brien, but just go ahead and say it overall, um, you know, leave a good mark, but leave, you could tell that it was almost scripted. You know, like if, if, if he talks, okay, put it this way. If, he, if, if he's the guy that's doing these cryptic messages on on rap lyrics then you think whenever he was asked it he wouldn't go ahead and say something else it's it's like okay right now we got to play it's a business okay yes. and he has to play his cards right he has to say the right things he can't go out there and out his coach like that but at the same time he didn't have to tap him on his back and you notice he just said it in general coaches thank i love my coaches love the organization no i mean he he talked for like a minute but he didn't say anything you know, you, you know, we're, nothing we're that we didn't no. know at all. Let's see what Lamont thinks. Let's go over to the HRP listener line. What Lamont thinks on Watson. What's going on, Lamont? You're on Moneyline. Hey, man, what's up, man? Uh, you know, this, this whole Watson stuff, uh, it, it's kind of odd because uh, uh, I think it was Jerry that was saying that he had a different tune like two years ago and everything was all peachy and lovely. But, man, you can go back to after the, uh, after the, the Chiefs game. He's talking about, I'll run through a wall for Bill O'Brien. I love that man. He's the best man I ever uh, – I, I, I wish Trey can go pull that up, man. Uh, Deshaun Watson right after uh, the Chiefs game. So I'm wondering to myself, from the Chiefs all the way into August right now, what, what has happened in football that made this dude turn into, you know, Mr. Mr. Cold Man uh, and stuff. And the only thing I can think of is DeAndre Hopkins. That's the only thing that I can think of. But – Outside of that, it haven't been uh, uh, it haven't been much foot, it haven't been any football uh, unless Deshaun Watson is mad about the draft or just seeing the way the team is is going. But all in all, man, you know he got he got a right to be uh, mad at that dumbass coach, man. Uh, you, you know he got a right, man. But I was just wondering, uh, you know, what happened between uh, January all the way up until this point where we get Deshaun Watson thinking he he's some superhero. Talking about he's gonna run through walls for Bill O'Brien, and now he's all Mister, you know, Mister Quiet is kept and don't want to say nothing, obscure or uh, rap uh, lyrics and stuff. That's all I have, fella. And I'll answer it. You answered it yourself, Lamont. It's the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Yeah, yeah. You you trade. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Whenever you got it, go ahead and hit it. Any Hopkins Bill O'Brien is a is the right coach to lead you guys. No doubt. I mean, you might have doubt, but there's no doubt. I mean, I love that man. I'm going to play hard for that What man. if he trades DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson? Say, I'm going to run. He would never do that. <laughs> all the media and all the writing, but as long as I'm at quarterback, he's, he's cool with me. You know, he's got my heart. He's going to get all my 110% every time I step on that field. So, 
y'all can say whatever, but I'm going to always be rooting for that man and, and going to play hard for him. So, How about Brandon Cooks and we get rid of Hopkins? Does that, that sound good? And seeing it's, it's, it's one thing. Yeah, I, it was a great year. I loved everyone that was in that <laughs> locker room. That but, but wait, Deshaun, but and, um, Brandon Cooks for Hopkins? You might have doubt, but there's no doubt. Well, I mean, he, I mean, he could I at like, least answer my question. no doubt. I mean, you might have doubt, but there's no doubt. Wait a minute, Deshaun, I have something to say. I have doubt. No doubt. I mean, you might have doubt. All right, we, so there it is. Deshaun has no doubt, but he has no DeAndre. That either. was a bit all over the place. I apologize. <laughs> I was trying to coordinate the answers with you guys, but uh, it worked fine, Trey. We had a little fun with it, man. So it's great point that Lamont makes because it's it's so what's changed? And yes, obviously the Hopkins. You take away his number one weapon, which is one of the best weapons, if not the best weapon, for a quarterback to have, and then all of a sudden. All of now, you see the dominoes fall so quickly. Though is is it who is he? It, who is Watson? We need it to be not where we play a guessing game. You don't want to be guessing with your franchise quarterback. Is he all in? Is he? Is it the? Is it the O'Brien? Okay, right now, if if it was put on the table and he came out and made it a point to say, you know what, I am not on the same page as O'Brien. I am not, and this is a problem. And going forward, I'm not sure as long as he is under. If it came like that, I think that the Texans organization might say, hold up, mm-hmm. hold up real quick. Let's think about this because are we going to, are we going to let it, the, the weight of O'Brien take away Watson and we're going to be back in that? Or do we want to keep Watson and O'Brien can be, can be, uh, you know, thrown back to the wolves where he belongs. I think that that's the, that's what, how it would, would be put. And if, if Watson is doing a disservice to himself and to the way that the direction his team goes, if he doesn't come out, and obviously you're not going to come out and say, man, my coach sucks, blah, blah, blah. But at <laughs> When the you're same, in a contract negotiation with that guy. You, with that guy, <laughs> yes. because he holds not only your coaching position, but he holds another position on top of that, which that's what sucks. And he, that's why he's playing his cards right. But at the same time, we know that there's something there. We know that there, it's there. It's just timing. And don't be... Don't be uh, surprised if at one point or another after contracts are signed towards the end of the O'Brien tenure, if you see it get ugly, you know, and you see it maybe Watson come out and say, you know, that guy right there, he held me back, you know, or once he's gone to say, you know, I could already see it. The very first time we get a new coach or or whatever the case is, it's going to be like, you know, now I have now I got somebody that lets me to my abilities be the best I can be. That's the problem. I think that the move that he went from his coach in college to, to a strong coach, someone that he had a connection to, and then that he caught himself thinking, man, I have to be that way to O'Brien. And and, and that's why he, even after a loss in, in, in Clemson's big losses, you know, he still stood up for Dabo. And he still, you know, because Dabo is that guy. So then now he loses his big game against the Chiefs, and he felt probably at that, in a, in a bang-bang moment, like, you know what, I have to, you know, I have to, I have to represent my coach. And then now he's realizing, like, no, this guy doesn't, he's nothing like Dabo. He doesn't feel me like that. We don't have that connection no and think at the end of that Chiefs game when O'Brien needed to call a timeout and they had to go for it and you know you know Deshaun's running over to O'Brien telling him to call a timeout like we have to go for it here you lose now, yeah and for him not to know that and you bring up a good point with Dabo but what's the big difference between the Texan situation with Dabo they're in the national championship almost every year Deshaun was there the Texans aren't contenders like that year to year he believed in Dabo yeah. that's why he had that connection with him he could he could and, and Dabo led him to be a winner Dabo put him in the best position he could I'm not sure Brian does that I, I've said it before on this show we talk about it all the time I don't want to look back in four years five years from now and think about 
dang, O'Brien held him back an extra three or four years. Like that that's I don't want to always talk about Watson as what ifs. That's welcome to being a Texans fan. Andre Johnson happened to him. JJ Watt, we're watching it happen to him. Get ready. Deshaun stays and O'Brien stays. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. Coming up next, I'm going to drop one max bomb. I got parlays. I got a little bit of basketball. We're going to talk Rockets and that uh, all-star exhibition that it looked like here on Moneyline ESPN 97.5. This is how I represent over this here beat. Talking about you. Yo, I took you out. The sex was on my mind for the whole This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, where you can be whatever you want to be. And hopefully, when you reach the age of 17, you're not like this criminal. And we saw that over the Twitter world, the uh, online Social activities over the last few weeks, we've seen things from Bitcoin scams to, to, to accounts getting hacked. People like Obama, Elon Musk. Well, truth is coming out now that it was a 17-year-old kid that did that Bitcoin scam that basically told everyone, if you're not familiar with what happened, they got on a lot of these celebrity profiles. They, scam, oh, they, they, they hacked into them, and then they basically put a Bitcoin address, and it said, like, Elon Musk, like, send X amount of dollars. I'm feeling real good right now. I'll double it. Idiots out there, for whatever <laughs> reason, were sending over $100,000 worth of payments came into that Bitcoin address. Um, it was all manufactured by a 17-year-old kid. Listen, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for this young man. Um, he hacked some Twitter accounts, all right? Was it the worst thing he could have done? I mean, look at that kid. When you look at that kid's mugshot, he could have done way worse than what he did. So I'm going to say we won on this one. That kid could have, who knows what that kid could have done. Should he have been given the resources and the firearms at least, at least he all he did was hack some Twitter accounts. Give you, him a break. You make a good point. Now the FBI at least got him on watch. You know what I mean? We got you circled, bro. Like we know what you're up to because now he carries 30 felony charges. Is what he's getting Ooh. hit with. Uh, whenever I see that many felony charges, I always think, you know how they say, man, this job you can't have no felonies, extra job. You know. So what do you do when you go to a job and they're like, any felonies, misdemeanors? It's a 30. <laughs> yeah, you just write. Like how do you write that on the on the on the application when they say, you know, what was the what was the case? And then you know you're gonna need another piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need another piece of paper for this because. Because I have 30. I mean, you're not getting hired at that point. But he wasn't only in on it. Check this out. Because whenever you hear the nicknames of the accomplices, you say, well, it doesn't surprise me. Nima Fazelli, a.k.a. Rolex, of 22 years old. A 22-year-old with the nickname Rolex. You know this guy was up to nothing good. Um, of Orlando, Florida, was also charged in a criminal complaint with aiding and abetting in in intentional access of a protected computer. So I had to go look up what exactly does a, a protected computer consist of is basically one that holds a lot of information that it's not supposed to hold. That's basically off the grid from what I understand. So these guys have, you know, their computer that they're doing their dirty work on. And uh, this is what's going on. The other guy, Mason Shepard, AKA Chaiwan, 19 <laughs> years old. He's also getting uh, hit up the head with a conspiracy to commit wire fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and intentional access of that same protected computer. Shout out to Chaiwan. Um, <laughs> I, I think I played him on, on Battlefield one time. 
There you go. 100,000 on July 15th. That's what these uh, – it's, it's, it's funny, though, because, okay, they took over Bill Gates. I mean, you had some big names, uh, Barack Obama, Elon Musk. Now, it wasn't actually targeted at them, though, whenever there's a, you know, there's a, some kind of scheme. It's usually like, okay, let's take money from the rich. No, these guys were hitting just random people. Bitcoin is completely anonymous. The address is you can't trace Bitcoin, um, you know, transactions. So at this point, they're like playing their games. Let's see what kind of idiots we can get to send money and $100,000 worth. That's the kind of life we're living in right now. Man, it's not that hard. You'll eventually find a dumbass. They are out there. And it worked. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny. If you fall for that, that's kind of on you. Now, let's go to another dumbass. And this headline got a click out of me. I'm a master clicker. You know, they get me on everything. Master Things what? <laughs> Never mind. But uh, Trump supporting grandma outs grandson as alleged Portland bomber. So I'm like, Portland bomber. Let's see what this going on here. So basically, um, this grandma is watching the TV and she sees her, her grandson on there and he has like a, a, a pipe bomb or something in his hand and he throws it into one of these courthouse districts. Well, she goes and snitches. Okay. So I'm like, oh, hold up. This is what I think. And, and it's funny because the word, the term hold up is, it could be like, hold up or hold up, you know? And on this one, it was like, hold up because now it says that she was basically a, a day before that on her social media showing a vest that she had bought him saying that it protected her grandson from rubber bullets while he was protesting. Okay. That's suspicious. So then how did she out her son in this big crowd on TV? Because he was wearing that vest that said icon. She bought him a vest that was made for him to protect him while protesting from bullets. It said icon. Then she sees him on TV and she's like, Oh man, that that's my grandson. That's, that's the thing I bought him. Let's call the police right now. Yeah, on his ass. that might be that. That family might be on a few lists here in a, in a little bit. That's a that. hold up moment. Hold up. I gotta say though, it, it kind of goes well with the story uh, prior because you never know if that kid who hacked all those Twitter accounts would have been uh, in a position that he was uh, that he was he could have been in. He could have been that kid in Portland with a pipe bomb, but all he did was hack some Twitter accounts. Now know? this young man tried to play it safe. He comes out and says. The device I've been accused of allegedly throwing was allegedly given to me by an unknown protester with full face coverings. I was allegedly told that it was a stroke firework that wouldn't damage the building, allegedly, or harm anyone around it. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're lying when you use allegedly like seven times in your statement. What if you allegedly use allegedly when you're lying? Are you allegedly lying or, or what? TMZ and media both want to reach out to the grandma. You can find her at Trump's Girl 2020. At Trump's Girl 2020, a grandma with that handle. That's her Twitter handle. At Trump's Girl 2020. Why did she buy him a, ve a, a vest, though? If, she, if she's a big Trump fan, why did she buy her grandson a vest if she knew he was going to protest? All I know, she said, I don't, con I, I don't condone any of this. Quote. That's, that's a quote well, right then there. Then why'd she buy, her the, buy him the vest? That's what I'm saying. This is one of those hold-up moments. Like it, So many different hold-ups can use it because it's like, what were you doing giving him that? If you knew he's out there protesting and, and you felt the need to give him a a bullet or a rubber bulletproof vest we can call it something to 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 aid the hurt and then all of a sudden you see him throwing what looks like a pipe bomb and you said okay we got to draw the line there's here. the line hang on hang on i figured this out okay so she knew he was gonna do something like that so that's why she bought him the vest she was like fronting she was like yeah i support you and your right to protest 
here's the bulletproof vest because she knew her kid was crazy and she was sabotaging her grandkid. That way she could, you know, like uh, make the president look good and stuff, you know? <laughs> well, she does have Trump in her Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's girl. Like, yeah. All right. Now let's move over to, to you know, 2020 has been punching us too much. And it punched us one last time this weekend. Oh, hope it's one of the last times. Rest in peace to Wilford Diabetes Brimley. He's now dead. A.K.A. known as uh, if you were in the 80s and you watched The Price is Right, you would come home and you would see him on many, many of commercials where there was oatmeal commercials, just random things. Mostly uh, the oatmeal, though. And uh, he talked about diabetes. He was one of the first ever memes when memes became uh, popular. You know, they became the focus of of online, I guess, uh, flaming people. Uh, diabetes is a, a word that, that people, I guess, will always connect to him. And this is what it sounded like whenever he did his little read on his commercials. It's loading. Hang on. Here we go. He's a quiet man. He's got diabetes. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Diabetes. You got you to gotta respect him, though. He was very wholesome, and um, I'll give him credit for his wholesomeness. The wholesome you know? of oatmeal. Let's see what he says about oatmeal as well, because according to him, you can get it with just cents on the dollar. Again, if you don't know who Wilford Brimley is, look him up. You'll, as soon as you see him, you'll say, man, I remember that guy from a ton of commercials. Well, 2020 is taking him. I'm not sure it's COVID. He's dead at the age of 85. But uh, here goes him talking about oatmeal. You know, when I was a kid and got a hold of a nickel, I thought I was rich. I didn't turn on my nose at pennies either. Today, some folks won't even bend to pick them up. Well, here's a bowl of steaming Quaker oatmeal. And I can't think of a healthier way to... I think he was eating the oatmeal. Oh, gotcha. It costs you one nickel and four pennies. So if you can't be bothered with nickels and pennies, throw them in a jar. Start an oatmeal fund. Quaker Oats. It's the right thing to do. This guy, you know you know, this guy has gone on a few rants about, like, um, how he would pick up bottles when he was a kid. And take him to the take him to the the general store and get a nickel, and then he'd go on a long rant about how nickels aren't important anymore. <laughs> and at the end of the rant, you wouldn't know what he was talking about. You know how those old people do yeah, it. Yeah, he's definitely got some back in my day stories. Just loaded oh. every time. You know well, that guy, had like man. Some back in my day stories. Uh, <laughs> nice. Too soon, Trey. Now. <laughs> Now, 2020 has done too much, man, because now you're taking, I mean, how many people have died since this COVID thing? And I'm not saying that his was COVID related. I'm not sure it is. But still, because deadliest catch, Deccan Malin Reyes, dead at 38 as well. If you watch that show, he's the guy that's always on there. I mean, one of the younger guys on there, uh, he's dead as well of of a heart attack. Not COVID-related. His family says he was in almost perfect condition. He had been working out. He had an Achilles tear, I guess, something he got on them. That goes to show you what kind of fishing these guys are doing. If you get an Achilles tear while fishing, yeah. I mean, what? the only thing I've torn is, you know, is a cigarette in half whenever I'm, I'm, I'm fishing. But to tear your Achilles out there, you're, you're doing some, you know. Some he's not school. doing it right. <laughs> he's, well, he's dead as well. And that's another thing. Like I said, 2020 is taking our guys, man. They're taking, not to say that I was the biggest fan of Deadliest Catch, but I'm just seeing him one draft after another. One after another. Man, 2020. Herman Cain died? Yeah, I saw that. This just can't end soon enough. Come on, 2021. Hey, we're halfway there. A little more than halfway there. And I think we're, we're 59%. 59%? Man, I just, I hope 
when we do get to the end of the year, we're still watching football games. That's that's what I'm hoping for because, dude, if I don't have fantasy football, Jerry, it's going to be a problem. Hold up. You were saying we're 59% through the year? Yeah, I, yeah. I have a – there's a tweet called the Progress Bar 2020, yeah. and it tells you what percent we are on the year. That can't be a good year. You know, if there's a year that you're that you're wondering what percent are we full, they, that can't be a good year. It's like when your phone, whenever you're worried about your phone percentage because it, you're in worried, you know, you're in worried mode. You're, you're saying, man, it might be low. When, whenever you know it's, it's full power, you're not even worried about your phone, right? You're just saying, yeah. that's the same thing here. They're worried, and that's what it is. You're worried about how much time do we have till we get to the end of this but for some whatever reason we we got it in our heads that January 1st 2021 something's going to change something's going to change <laughs> I think so I think uh, a lot's going to change by January 1st 2021 I mean what's going to happen Kobe's going to come out yep. come Co- back yep Kobe is is going to rise like the phoenix Co- uh, and he's going to drop 50 on the coronavirus and the coronavirus will go away There we go that's what's going to OJ's going to go to jail um, what else are we going to do in, in 2021? Because for some reason, we all got it painted as January 1st. And January 1st is going to come around, and I think we're just going to be like, that that, that bar, that, that little 59 bar is going to go back down yeah. to 1%. And then we're going to be back where we were until we find something that's really going to get us geared to the, uh, to the situation we need to be in. <laughs> no doubt about it, man. It's It can't get here soon enough, but... Well, I worry, what if we're at this exact same place next year, and there's still the same issue you know I, what i mean like that's possible yeah, we don't I, even talk about that it's it's possible i don't know if it's likely but it's possible and i don't like because this year has taught me if anything anything is possible even if it's unlikely and i we should we can't really we got to be more precautious i'm in a predicament right now because i had i was gonna go to march madness right everything and I had to cancel all that, but then they gave me, I guess, a uh, credit, hotel credit, right? So then having that hotel credit, it gave me six months to spend it, and I have to spend it. it, it that, that hotel has to be within one, one year. So that'd be next March Madness. So am I going to go ahead and book March Madness now? Like, oh, man. Do I really think that there's going to I mean, do you think there's going to be March Madness in Vegas for me? Do, do I, I mean, oh. what do I do at this point? Well, you know what? I mean, could they do a bubble? I didn't even think about you know that aspect, I mean? and 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 seeing the way things are going right now, I could I could definitely see them. I mean, that's a lot of teams to house, yeah, sixty some teams. But I think that that could happen. It can happen. That's probably some. If you want to make this happen, you have to figure out a some way. Maybe not exactly a bubble, but condemn everyone to one city, maybe one big city that's got mm-hmm. spread out. Maybe the way that you can do it. Because other than that, I don't see it happening. Yeah, no, I think they they have to consider something like that. I feel like basketball seems to have this thing down everybody else needs to learn from them everyone needs to learn from basketball for right now though let's learn a little bit about gambling check this out i'm going to take you to italy you're going to get your passport ready and you're going to go to leche parma not leche milk in spanish but leche is in the city right leche parma two teams that score all the time this is what they do leche has scored in every single game in the last seven matches multiple goals on multiple occasions if you look at Parma, they do the same. 2-1-1-2-4 in the last five away games. When you look at these teams head up, 1-2, to 1-1, 1-2, 3-3, 1-2. Both teams have scored in every single match. I think you see that here again today. At minus 215, I never give out minus 215. So I'm not, uh, uh, that's both teams of scores at minus 215. If you want to place a big bet to win a little bit of money, I think that's extremely safe. If you say, man, I don't want to place that, go ahead and hit both teams to score and the over because I do see, if you saw 2-1, 2-1, 3-3, 
to three, two to one. Four out of the last five have seen both teams to score and go over. We see that today. Lecce, Parma, and Italy go ahead and take that to the bank at mybookie.com. You listen to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 where you can find us on Twitter. You can hit us on Twitch as well. We have a few people chiming in. CH Mont says, I don't think we're going to have football. Our guy Wolfman says NFLs need sealed helmets. They need to pump in oxygen. Might blow up someone's head, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Side effect. Yeah, I just... <laughs> Your head might fall off. I feel fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to think of something. I, I, as, as it stands right now in the direction that we are headed with baseball, and I have to say that there's not going to be football on time. At least, not at least, not on time. Now we saw SEC came out and they put out a date. Now, like we're starting this yeah. day, we're going forward. And now I'm seeing players from the Pac-12 come together, some of the bigger names, and saying, "Man, if we come together and we say we're not going to play at all, we have to do it together." Though you can't have like a few of the stars that are the ones that bring the you know the people to watch the games and drive these these uh, colleges. If it's the big names saying, "Hey, we're not going to play." That's a whole different scenario, isn't it? Because they're not protected. These NFL players, they're getting at least paid. They're protected. What protects these college players? Nothing. And that's – I think I'll, I think this will all start. I think college will start. I think NFL will start. But I just don't think it will finish. I, I mean, we've seen it with baseball, and they're not going to have a bubble. I don't – and you brought up a good point during the break. When are you going to make up these games if it's NFL where, you know, half the team gets, you know, wiped out and has COVID and they have to play that week, but those guys can't play. I mean, where does it end? Are you going to have like all backups and all these guys are in the same meeting rooms together. So they got to look at that ahead of time. You can't have all these people in the same meeting rooms together. Cause if one person gets it, then, then everybody's exposed. You know, your whole running back room would be out for that game this week. It's how do you trust anything whenever Manfred's changing his mind on, on on by the day? One day he says, "If you keep it up, last Thursday or Friday, if you keep it up, we're gonna go ahead and shut the season down." Then Saturday he comes out and he says, "This league is not cheaters. We are or, or cheaters. See, this this league is not quitters. You see me <laughs> thinking about cheaters and Manfred? Yeah." Um, this league is not quitters. We're going to finish what we started. And if we have to go to an MLB playoff system where it's going off winning percentage and teams don't all play the same amount of games, then we will. That I fell out of my seat. Winning percentages to go to the playoffs. So one, if one team, the team that they're playing against on their schedule, fortunately falls that 30, 25% of their games are canceled. And then they, the rest of their schedule is on easy teams and they slide in with an easy, a good win percentage, but against easy teams, it just... At this point, it's greed. They're saying, man, we're going to make this happen. We'll fill in players from other countries. We'll we'll fill in players. There's someone out there right now willing to play baseball if you won't. Yeah, because there's no minor leagues going on. So they can just you know grab more players. No, you're right. And they expanded the playoffs. You know, like we, we're going to shorten the season. You know, this COVID thing's a real problem, but we're going to add more playoff teams. That makes a lot of sense. That's like a date. <laughs> and she, you go in for the kiss, she gives you it, and then you put a hand on the lap. And then all of a sudden she's like, hold up, I just let you in. You know what I mean? We just, we just know, starting to know each other, and you want to add on more days? You want to add on to this relationship? Yep. It's not happening. Check this out. Look at the, just look at the timeline and, and tell me how this is going to work for NFL. So if we go back to Sunday, right? 90 minutes before 
more that for the final pitch of the of the Miami and Philadelphia, then uh, then all the noise started coming out about infections. Right, Monday, July twenty seventh, you had two postponed games. That was that Yankees and Phillies and the Orioles Marlins. So Tuesday twenty eighth. Two games against canceled. As you go down the week, every game that started being canceled to it, eventually on Thursday, there was a replacement. Yankees Orioles replacement games. And yeah. we're only how many weeks, how many games into the season? Yeah, it just started, man. So how does that work for uh, football? How, what do you, how do you, you, you guys got to play two games this week. That's obviously not going to happen. You can't run two football games in one week. What? You're gonna you're gonna delay the start of NFL playoffs, maybe just for what ifs, and then now there's a three week gap before. No, so how is it possibly gonna work? Winning percentage again? I I don't see how it will. I, I mean, I want to be like Trey. I want to be optimistic because I want to watch this man. It's great having sports back, but I'm just I don't know how they're gonna do it. This is where baseball has a little bit of an advantage, right? Because now we're hearing that from the Cardinals side that some of those were false positives. Yeah. Okay. So then that's okay. They have a little window where there's a lot of games, and within a week they could. Okay, it was a false positive. We got three tests in a row in, in a day and a half period. You're back. What happens in football though? Whenever you, what happens throughout the week is crucial. So what happens if you get a false negative on Tuesday or Wednesday to a Mahomes out of nowhere, and, and they're thinking, man, there's no way Mahomes is, is, or there's no way Brady. All he does is he's avocado ice cream. There's no way he has it. That's COVID free, right? And then all of a sudden, come Saturday, he's back in, or 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 Sunday morning, here comes Brady. It, it's just it's gonna be all over the place. It they, is. They can just go the NASCAR out and and just like do temperature checks and give surveys and not test because if you can't see it, it's not there. Man, that's interesting, right? Because not everybody has symptoms. So you could not have a fever and still be passing it around. That's that NASCAR. If you can't see it, it's not there. If you're, if you're not first, you're, you're yeah. not even. <laughs> maybe we need that. You know, like I just want to see football. I'm a little selfish here. Maybe, maybe we should just like, uh, we should just like be like, hey, you know, um, I don't know. I'm out, I, I ran out of things to say. I, <laughs> I had a thought, and um, I don't know where it went. I so, just lost it. NFL has been the strictest as far as letting teams or players, I guess, opt in and opt out. Seven-day period from the day that the new CBA, which is supposed to be signed any minute now, it's, they're working on it for as far as the COVID regulations. Seven days from the moment that that CBA goes into play that a player has the option to opt out. Once he's in, he's in. You see baseball, Kane, Lorenzo Kane just came out right now, uh, you know, yesterday and said, I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm opting out because he's seen that all these other teams are kind of coming down. He says, I saw a Marlins player within that organization also say, I'm out. Uh, I'm not going back to that. Which if I, I mean, if you're a Marlins player and everyone else is going down, what do you do if you're like one of the only ones that doesn't? Yeah, you know you're probably going to get it at some point. I mean, I mean, it's so bad in Florida, too. We had to kind of expect this, but we heard they went out, and other guys are going to go out, too, man. And Look, but they want their paycheck. That's why they, they played in the first place. You know, in, in, in life outside of sports, whenever you, you do a job that's got a higher risk or, or if you work late nights, you get a premium added to your yeah. job, right? And where the players are right now just trying to save what they're owed, you know, on a 16-game or whatever it is season. Man, it's scary to think that they should be getting paid more for risking themselves. They really should. And that's, I mean, that's why they were so upset and they were going back and forth with the owners, you know. But I'm, I'm a big believer in, like, we're all still having to go out in the world and live our lives. You know, why is it any different for them? 
Hour two is not going to be any different for you. I'm going to drop two max bombs. We're going to hit NBA coming up here. We're going to talk Rockets. Can they continue what they did in game one of the restart against the Bucks today? It's a big game. Can they hit their three-pointer here on Moneyline ESPN 97.5? To call into the HRNP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. Patrick.